Welcome back. You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya and I want to thank you for listening and subscribing. So today I'm going to talk to you about refueling your prayers. Do you know that sometimes you have to do something different? You have to get to a place where you are not allowing yourself to stay stuck but you are moving forward and you are seeking God and you are continuing to press. So I'm reminded of the story of Hannah and we'll just jump right into this story in 1 Samuel chapter one says, now there was a certain man of Ramathim of Zophim of the mountains of Ephraim and his name was Elkanai, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth and Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah and the name of the other was Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also, the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. All right, so we see that Hannah is in a place where she is barren. Her womb has been closed, and it even says that the Lord had closed her womb. So she was in what we would deem to be a very hopeless situation. Now, I don't know why, but God likes to really just show off in the midnight hour just to remind us that he is God. And so even somebody like Lazarus, he had been dead so long that his body was stinking, and the Lord raised him up. So I want to encourage you that no matter where you are, even though your situation may seem completely impossible, God is able and he's good at being God and nothing is too hard for him. So you have to remind yourself of that. So verse six, it says, and her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. So this is something again that the Lord had done. And so of course it was very difficult one to struggle with having a closed womb, but also, um, she was made fun of, and this was not making the situation easier. Verse seven. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. So she was just being at this point, just really harassed, if you will, and really just belittled. And verse eight says, then Elkanah, her husband said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than 10 sons, right? So sometimes I guess men just don't get it. But he was truly curious as to why she was grieving because he was so good to her. He really, really loved her. He gave her a double portion. Verse nine, so Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and, and wept in anguish. So one thing that I love about Hannah is that even when she was in bitterness of soul, she still prayed. And I want to just pause here because no matter where you are in your desperate moment and your most low place in your lowest place, um, you can still pray to the Lord. So being at a low place, being at a desperate place, 
It's not a time to just sit back and complain, sit back and think about all the people that are making fun of you and how you may look to others. It's a time to truly seek the Lord. And I believe that Hannah knew somewhere in her heart that only God could show up for her in this situation. Only God could move on her behalf. Have you ever been there where only God can show up, where you've exhausted all of your resources and everything that you could do in the natural realm? And now you know that it would take only a supernatural move from God. And so Hannah allowed this bitterness, she allowed this pain to refuel her prayers, to refuel her prayer life for her to go into the presence of God and really pray from a place of pain, pray from a place of adversity, because sometimes those heartfelt prayers are really, really fervent. And so that's what she did. And then verse 11, then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying for the Lord that Eli, before the Lord, that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. This is so powerful because God, he looks at the depths of our heart, even when we don't have any words. And so even as we talk about prayer, remember that prayer is not just how loud you can scream, how loud you can shout, but it is the nature of your heart. And I get questions sometimes that says, how do I pray? And of course, the Lord gave us a manner of prayer with the Lord's prayer, but it always goes back to your heart. You pray from the depths of your heart. You pray from a place of sincerity, pray from a place of being genuine. You pray from a pure heart that's not harboring unforgiveness and all these different things. You pray giving everything to the Lord because God looks at your heart. And so much so that Eli thought that Hannah was drunk. That's how powerful her posture was. And that's how fervent her prayers were, even when even when no words were coming out of her mouth. And so I want to just give you some pointers on refueling your prayer. And first I want to say, you have to be careful to stop complaining. Complaining is not going to further or advance the will of God in your life and for your life. And so sometimes that has to be an intentional, conscious decision to say, I'm not going to complain. And what you can do is begin to thank God for what he has done. Thank God for who he is. Thank God. And when you begin to change your perspective, you begin to see the things that you do have. And that starts to actually refuel your prayers when you're seated in a place of gratefulness and thankfulness. Second thing to refuel your prayers is realize this is so powerful. Realize that there's certain things that only God can do. And so if you feel stuck, if you feel stagnant, that is okay. Sometimes God will allow us to be stuck the same way he allowed for Hannah's womb to be closed because he already knew from the beginning of time that he was going to open Hannah's womb and that Hannah would bear forth Samuel. And if you know this story, you know that Hannah was true to her word, that Samuel, he was a mighty prophet of the Lord and he was dedicated to the Lord 
all the days of his life. And so only God knows why Hannah had to go on this journey. And I believe that more than Hannah needed a son, God needed a prophet. I'm going to say that again. More than Hannah needed a son, God needed a prophet. What if the very thing that you're praying for, God needs more than you do? What if God's desire is so much bigger than you? Because God's desire for Hannah was so much bigger than just a son, but Samuel was a mighty prophet and God used him in a mighty way. And so I believe that God already had Samuel in mind. He already knew that Hannah would bear forth this son. And let me encourage you because God is alpha and omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. So he knows all things. He sees all things. And he already knew that Samuel would be born and that Samuel would be a prophet to Israel. So you have to realize that there are certain things that only God can do. So if you're feeling stuck, that's a time to now not rely on your strength and your ability, but rely on the supernatural power of God. Hannah already knew that her womb was closed and there was nothing that she could do in the natural realm. And so she took all of that pain into prayer because she knew that God was the only one that could show up for her. Not even her husband who loved her so much. He did what he could to be a good husband to her, but it was only God that could open her womb. And so we have to make sure that in our hearts, we realize when we're limited in our humanity and we don't stop there, but we trust God to go beyond the natural realm. We trust God that he's able to keep us. We trust God that he's still able to do a miracle in our hearts and our families, whatever we're believing God for. God is the only one who can truly work miracles in us. And I love how David puts it in Psalm chapter 18, verse 29. And this is a life verse. This is definitely something that you want to memorize. So Psalm chapter 18, verse 29 says, for by you, I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. And so Hannah, she put her trust in him. And so I don't know what wall you may need to leap over. I don't know what troop you are running against, but know that if you put your trust in God and you recognize the fact that God is able and it's only God and God alone will get the glory from the things that you have been praying for that are that are are according to his will and according to his heart. Amen. So make sure that you are feeding your faith and not fear. Feed your faith by remembering God, remembering his power, grabbing a hold of his word, seeing the miracles that he has done, reminding yourself of the promises of God for you and for your family and for your life and turn off all the noise and drown out and rebuke the spirit of fear because fear will directly destroy your faith and have you to um, just believe that God will not keep his promise to you. And so you have to believe that God is 
faithful to perform his word. And so God performed his word with Hannah and God will perform his word with you. And so remember to feed your faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so you would be surprised all of the subliminal messages that we take in each and every day, sometimes through social media or just reading or hearing bad reports. And so it's up to you to be intentional about how you can build up your faith, whether that's listening to a podcast like this, obviously, of course, studying the Bible intentionally, grabbing some markers and highlighters and really studying the word. And then also making sure that you are constantly reminding yourself of who God is and you're posturing yourself in a place of thanksgiving and not allowing yourself to give into the bitter complaints or uh, painful things that you have been through. But knowing that God is able to heal you, God is able to keep you, God is able to bless you. God, I pray for each and every person that is listening to this episode. I pray, God, that you will cause them to just have this awakening, God, and to see you high and lifted up. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will renew our minds, you will renew our strength, God, and that we would come closer and go deeper. I pray for each and every person listening that you will refuel their prayer life, that they will build up their faith through the word of God, build up their faith by praying in the spirit, build up their faith by listening to the voice of the Lord, by being led by the Holy Spirit, not by our flesh. And so God, I thank you right now for all that you are. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus mighty name. Be sure to visit prayer is breathing at Instagram on Instagram. Also, you can visit us on Facebook at prayer is breathing. Be sure to send any prayer requests into prayer is breathing at gmail.com. God bless you. God keep you. And thank you again for listening. Have a blessed week.